0: Welcome to the NBA Coast to Coast podcast brought to you by the lines.com coming to you from the West Coast Josh Lander joined by my man Nate Weitzer on the East Coast and Nate we have a one game Thursday night slate here after there were 13 games 26 teams playing in the NBA last night on a Wednesday uh, we are down to Dallas at Detroit. Minus A for Dallas in this one. We'll talk about that in a sec. As you mentioned, Detroit seems to play every time. There's just a one-game slate in the NBA. Weird scheduling this season so far. I believe the Spurs and Lakers have played 19 times already. So a lot of weird stuff going on. But uh, we'll get into all of that and this. We've also got a player props video to choose from from this game. uh, Four props for you from this game. And then we also have a sort of early season, let's say a third of the way through, MVP discussion. uh, Some of the top candidates there and some some potential juice that you could lay down uh, and get back if you want to uh, put down some money on some MVP right now so Nate let's go ahead and just get right into this slate which is one game and talk about Dallas at Detroit
1: yeah I don't understand why you're gonna have a standalone game on December 1st uh, with no like college championships or anything going on and you're gonna make it Detroit but here we are uh, we know Cade Cunningham's out Jaden Ivey questionable and with since Cade went down with that shin injury Detroit's lost 10 of 12 but just like they were at the last, at the end of last season with Cade, just like covering in half their games. So like, good luck betting a spread right here. Um, they have only covered yeah. once at home in that span, but the over is a little bit more of a trend to look at, I guess. Seven and seven and uh, three to the over in their last ten here at home. Um, at home, their their defensive rating is what you want to look at is one twenty this season versus. Uh, 112 on the road pace about the same either way. <clears throat> um, and so you get Dallas and their struggles on the road pretty equivalent to another Western Conference contender that you might look at in the uh, the Warriors that they just don't they don't play on the road. like they just they they take nights off. Uh, Luca gets some rest and they're just really disappointed. We talked about in that Warriors game how they're and nine against the spread after a win. Two And they did manage to beat the Warriors. But now on the road, not really a team I want to trust to cover eight yeah, under any circumstances. So uh, maybe. But I, I think the best thing to do is is get some um, some parlay going here where you have the Mavs on the money line over and the Mavs is plus 155. And <clears throat> while Dallas is a pretty steady under team that's more often the case at home right on the road they allow more point paint points they allow a much higher three point percentage forty percent versus thirty two much much worse defensive rating on the road uh ten points worse right one eighteen versus one oh eight so they've gone five and three to the over this year on the road they've gone six and three to the over this year versus the eastern Conference um and they just gave up 140 points to your sorry Knicks who just dominated down low. They let the Knicks, not a great three-point shooting team. Oh, I'm talking about the Pistons now. They, the Pistons let the Knicks get, score 140. Oh, yeah. They let they let them shoot 46% from three. Uh, they allow a higher percentage from three at home. They got crushed on the boards. The starting lineup was just abysmal. Every starter posted a minus 20 or, or worse. Uh, and Detroit does not guard point guards well at all. They give up the second most points per game to those point guards. So Luca gonna have a field day here, probably uh, as much as he wants to. I mean, it's such a weak opponent that they might even give Spencer Dinwiddie more work, and that's why I'm looking at his props. But he can also go to town here on, um, you know, killing Hayes, who I've routinely said is the worst draft pick in, in the and since Anthony Bennett, we can say. Um in, in the grouping of guards that went ahead of Tyrese Halliburton, uh who's now just posting the most insane assist to turnover ratio ever. And um I mean I think that the Detroit's ability to get to the line, especially at home where they will get a little bit more of a whistle, uh, will help you feel better about the over here, their awful defense without Ivy If he doesn't play, it's going to be even worse. Um, You got Marvin Bagley out there at a necessity to try to get some offense, and he is a god awful defender, especially in the pick and roll. Luca's going to be calling him out all night. So I think over 221 is pretty good, and I do expect the Mavs to get on track here on the road, even though they've yet to really show anything. They're one and four against the spread as road favorites this season, and four and twelve against the spread as favorites. Not counting on them to cover again, but I think I can count on them to win.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, if you think that Detroit can even cover, then it's just one of those weird NBA things on a Thursday night where maybe there's some weirdness. And if you think Detroit can cover, you also think they can win to a degree, right? Um, I know it's a big spread, but Dallas... As an away favorite, I mean, we talk about it a little bit, but one in four this season. Um, and, you know, against the spread, they're failing to cover by eight and a half points. They're actually their margin of victory is uh, minus three and a half points in these games. They're actually losing these games as away favorites, not even failing to cover the spread, just failing to win. Um, so they're there. I'm, I'm hesitant to, like, lay any money uh, on, on them to just win this game. You, I either need to feel confident that this is a game where Luka and team really Luka is going to come out and set the tone and take this game seriously. Um, or I'm I'm picking Detroit. That those are those are really the way my two options. I, I'm not going to lay any money down on this game, man. Like not, not on this uh, on this spread anyway. Like I I don't have to, and I'm not going to, and you can't make me. Um, there's other ways to to I think you know bet on on this game. Um, if you want to talk about the, the the total, fine. But the thing is, I think Luca is going to have one of those games where he is going to have fun with it in a way, um, which to me often means assists potential for a triple double. Um, I think he's going to. To fill up a lot of the stat line and I mean Detroit hasn't been good since luca has been in the league playing them he's played them uh, I believe five times here um, and he's averaging you know 32 and a half ten and a half assists and nine boards a game in those five versus the Pistons um, on the road as well uh, 41 points and 26 points the two times he's played there uh, with a triple double in that 41 point effort as well a few years ago so I, it does seem like a, a team that he likes to, to dime up a team that he likes to just sort of have some fun with because there's nobody that that is a legitimate, uh, you know, opponent like defense to him at all uh, on that team right now. Um, I mean, they do guard uh, small forwards. I guess Luke. I mean, Luke is a point guard. He's the size of a small forward, and he can play on the wing like a small forward. He can play down low like a small forward, um, but my point is like Detroit does defend small forwards pretty well this season as I mentioned recently because I think that's the position they have the most adults playing at Um, but there's nobody on this team that's going to be guarding Luka in a way that makes you feel threatened for his ability to get those points as you mentioned Detroit's defense even worse at home Uh, Luka a little bit better uh, on the road in a few uh, important shooting categories but overall like this is a game where um, I'm just looking at Luka to have fun with it and I don't know what that means maybe down the stretch that means he's able to pull it off but I would actually feel comfortable taking a few points uh, from Detroit. If I can get it up to about um, double digits and like 10 or 11 points, I'd feel even better about it. But right now, the way that D- Dallas is failing to cover against these road teams that they're playing at, that they're much better than and that they're favored against um, and failing to cover in any way, shape or form is, is pretty bad, especially the, the thing that really is killing them is those two Nuggets uh, games in a row without Jokic, where they were favored by uh, double digits in both of those, uh, lost one of them and failed to, and, and blew them out in the other one. But still, though that that moment in time, there was a bunch of, you know, games that they should have won by a lot more on the road uh, and they failed and that's, that's where they're at right now. So.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you talk about Luca having fun with it generally on the road, he has fun on offense and his defensive rating individually is nine points worse right in line with the Mavs, you know, so setting the tone there as well. Uh, I mean, I, I the, the defensive rating for the Pistons. It has fluctuated pretty wildly here. <laughs> Basically, if they can get lucky with opponents' three-point percentage, they can they can keep this game below the total. Otherwise, I think you should feel great about the Mavs total. Their pace is a little bit faster on the road. Um, I mean, seeing the Knicks lighted up like this, and the lineup that Detroit is expected to trot out there tonight, uh, their starting lineup should have a, a real nice game. And it's a, also a, a bit of a revenge game for Christian Wood. It's been a couple seasons since he was in Detroit, but. You know, he's probably going for 20 and 10 as well. Detroit showing no resistance down low, second most pain points allowed. I mean, yeah, you talk about some wonky results possible. I I see that more on like a full slate with Dallas when they just get lost in the shuffle. And you're like, huh, Dallas lost to Washington, which, you know, actually is a surprisingly good team. But Detroit, I mean, what have they done to really think that they're capable of, of pulling that kind of thing off here. I mean, they've lost thrice to the Knicks. They they're three and seven straight up at home. Their only wins are against the Warriors when they just couldn't even show up on in road games. Uh, they beat Orlando in the opener and they beat OKC where in some on a weird game where they got to the line thirty three times, uh, which and know, if you're depending on that much. Uh, a production at the line without guys to really break anybody down against a pretty solid de- defense. Like, yeah. yeah, I I don't see Detroit winning. Is basically where I'm getting at here. Uh, I do see Dallas, you know, having the potential to just control this game and score one fifteen or so, which is where you need to get over this total uh, for them. Uh, but yeah, I. I I just don't feel super confident about anything I I think you could say (laughs) in terms of how Dallas has been wonky on the
0: road and then the fact that just Detroit isn't any good. Yeah, I, look, we've got four player props in this game for you. Um, that's where we feel a little bit more confident with, able to find uh, some reasons for guys to have some things. There's some trends and uh, a few guys out here and there. So there's some some things we can rely on a little bit more in that uh, video. We encourage you to watch that one as well. I would go ahead and, uh, as they're as saying, maybe take take an over on Dallas's team points here at one fourteen and a half. Uh, and just feel like the defense for Detroit can't hang, but we'll see if Dallas's defense comes along as well. As we said, it's much worse on the road, so that's a big reason for the fear of Troy being able to cover um, and why I would feel better about them covering but Dallas to cover their 114 and a half as well and a few points maybe you like the over with that game theory if you feel comfortable enough as well so you're listening to
1: the lines.com
0: podcast network
1: looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sports books all in one place plus special guests from the sports
0: betting world. So subscribe, rate, and review to the Lions Podcast Network, the source you can trust to make you a better sports bettor. Nate, let's go ahead and jump into your first prop in this Dallas-Detroit game.
1: Yeah, not too much to choose from, but I actually feel pretty confident about this first one. Spencer did witty over 16.5 points or maybe 21.5 assists with the points uh, because I just think Luka needs a break uh, for sure. We... Targeted him in the last game against Golden State, a huge game, and then this is you know Dallas's easiest game for a while to be sure. They got to go to New York, then they host the Suns, uh, then they get Denver on a back to back, and then they get Milwaukee in their next four games after this. So Luka's is obviously going to be carrying a huge load in order to be competitive in those ones, and on the road in general, he's kind of taking a step back. We talked about the the, the difference in offensive rating. A few fewer points per game for Luca, and that's meant Dinwiddie picking up more slack, right? So on the road this year, 20.5 points for the man instead of 14.5 at home. He's shooting 57% from the floor, 50% from deep, hitting three and a half threes. threes. Loves facing those old Eastern Conference foes, has plenty of experience with that. Uh, 23 points per game uh, and 5 assists per game. His last 5 versus the East and his last 8 versus Detroit when he was with Three different teams in this span, 18 points, five assists as well. I think you can bank on those numbers. I mean, Detroit is awful against point guards. They give up the second most points per game. And uh, they they probably won't have Jaden Ivey out there, which means a lot of playing time for Killian Hayes, who, as I like to say, cannot play in the NBA and was a terrible bust. So there you have it, Spencer Dinwiddie.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie fading Killian Hayes, as always, Nate Weitzer. Uh, I, I like it. Um, I like Luca assist more right now. Uh, he's, he gets the same amount on the road as at home. It's at eight and a half, but this is a team that he's dimed up uh, to the tune of 10 assists a game in the five times that he's played them in his career. So um, I, I think this is like we said in the game video. I think this is a game that Luca's trying to have fun with um, and getting a, a bit more of those peripherals, which means more points for guys like Dinwiddie, who's clearly the second option on offense, especially when it's just he and Luca. Out there. So um, I'm going back to my guy, Boyan Bogdanovich. I got it correct. Sometimes I call him Bogey uh, Bogdanovich, but he is Bojan. Uh, over 18 and a half points. I mean, dude, I just feel like he keeps getting disrespected. Like the numbers are there for him without Kade. He's already averaging more than that. On the season, uh, then the 18 and a half there, close to 20 on the season. Um, and without Kate, everything goes up. 22 points per game without him, 19 with him. His minutes go up by three a game from 30 to 33. He gets three more boards. He gets uh, twice as many assists. And his usage rate goes up from 27% to 21%. So like all those numbers, I mean, I would be happy. And uh, if you wanted to start throwing other uh, peripherals in there, he's got the ball. Not only is his usage rate up because he's shooting it way more. He's also got the peripherals uh, because he's got the ball in his hands more. He's dribbling it more uh, and playing more of a point guard role when when Cade is not out there. So you could take the assist as well. In his last 10, he's only failed to cover 18 or 19 points one time. Um, and Dallas's defense, as we talk about too, is worse on the road. 10 points more a game at uh, than, than when they're at home. They allow 40.5% from three uh, as well, which is really why I just like, just take the points with bogey. It's minus 110. He's going to hit a couple threes in there, uh, get to the line a few times and get those 20 points. So uh, I just not even going to mess around with too, much other, too many other uh, factors in this game and just take the, the points for bogey.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you're right that he hasn't failed to cover this. Even when he had an abysmal game from efficiency standpoint in Phoenix, he got to 19 points. Five turnovers, nine for 21 from the floor. And the usage is what you're banking on here, because if Jaden Ivey's out as well, it's Boyan's team. Um, he's expanded his game in terms of being able to score at, at at the interior and mid-range levels, too. So it's not like you just run him off the three-point line. He should be the main guy for Detroit tonight, uh, but Marvin Bagley can also get buckets. Uh, Not that he's going to play great defense here, but I think, you know, you look at his three games without Ivy this season, his points per game has gone up from 12 to 15. Usage has gone up from 19 to 24%, playing five more minutes per game. Uh, In his last two, he's getting you 16 points, eight and a half boards since coming back from injury. And the props are juicy right here. Six and a half rebounds for plus 120 a double-double for Bagley, which he did two games ago against Cleveland, a really good rebounding team, plus 800. And Dallas is 29th in rebounding rate right now. Dallas giving up the six most points per game to power forwards. I mean, I think he can get 10 points for sure. It's a question, can he board up? And I think the, the Pistons, after getting embarrassed um, in their last game by the Knicks, getting out-rebounded by 21, We'll at least come out with a renewed effort on that end at home here Uh, if there is any sort of positive messaging here. Like, look, Bagley, I mean, he had seven boards in that game in a blowout, even though he's like a negative 20. So, I mean, he's he's the guy who's supposed to grab these along with uh, your guy beef stew.
0: Yep. And that's what I'm going to talk about. We talked about both these guys, Bags and, and Beef, Beef Stew, Isaiah Stewart, um, really the rebounds for both of them. I mean, it's not my favorite bet. Uh, the rebounds in this game isn't my initial rea- like thought process, right? Like this is going to be maybe a little bit faster than you're expecting. But I still, you know, the efficiency for Dallas on offense is oftentimes what like, you know, what you uh, bank on when you're that team is that you're not going to be. Taking bad shots, turning the ball over, Luka's going to get you wide open and, and things of that nature. But on the road especially, guys like Tim Hardaway Jr., Reggie Bullock are abysmal right now. Uh, Maxi Kleba shooting worse than 30% from three, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Reggie Bullock, all shooting worse than, than that from three. So there's the opportunity for rebounds. Beef Stew's at seven and a half right now. It's low because uh, the last two games he's combined for nine boards against the Knicks and against the Raptors. Two good def- uh, rebounding teams, especially on the defensive boards uh, for both of these squads this season the Knicks are allowing their opponents to get a bunch of rebounds but in that game they had Mitchell Robinson back for the first time uh, as well which he was missing a bunch of games which led to the the poor rebounding stats for the Knicks. Um, My point being the the games in which Beef Stew uh, I'm sorry we're calling him Beef Stew it's Isaiah Stewart and that's the last time I'm saying Isaiah Stewart it's Beef Stew Uh, but in the games where he's playing teams that are not as good at rebounding you see where there's some holes like in Boston uh, where he had nine boards and ten boards in the last two games he played against them. No Rob Will obviously we know where they're struggling down low a little bit more against OKC, same concept. Then you go to Cleveland. Cleveland, he only had four boards. Why?